BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in... Tuesday edition, the Trump show at an absolute raging climax. I don't even know if this is the climax, the culmination of all of the investigations, at least for now. Donald Trump in New York City, scheduled to soon make his way to the court in New York City where he will be fingerprinted, Well, where he theoretically will have a mugshot taken where he will enter in a not guilty plea to the 30-plus charges that have been levied against him by New York City attorney Alvin Bragg, District Attorney Alvin Bragg. So, Buck, as we prepare for this, let me just give you a little bit of a, uh, a rundown of what we've got going on. We'll break all of this down for you, probably in as intelligent, hopefully more intelligent fashion than almost anywhere else in media. Our producer, Allie, is going to be calling in from the courthouse, outside the courthouse, where there is pure chaos. There are suggestions that Trump may speak, Buck, before and after his arraignment to the gathered media masses. Then he is going to speak, I believe, unless plans have changed, at 8.15 Eastern back in Mar-a-Lago when he returns to Florida. He spent the night at Trump Tower in Manhattan. And this is going to be Marjorie Taylor Greene currently, I believe, speaking and involved in a rally. Buck and I both just talked to Allie. And again, she will speak with you from the scene at 12.30. We will go to her. We'll probably go to her multiple times during the course of the program. She said there are more Trump supporters there than there are counter-Trump supporters. But the overall, as you would well imagine, media contingent is massive, the likes of which we have not seen outside of a courthouse like this. Maybe, I don't think this is crazy, Buck, maybe since the OJ trial? I mean, when you think, I know there have been a lot of high-profile criminal-related 
matters in this country, but nothing has captured the United States' attention, in my opinion, since the OJ trial, like the Trump show, and the first charges being brought against him, obviously, is going to bring to bear a great deal of attention. So that is where we are, expected in the third hour to officially enter into the courthouse. You know, there are times in the history of other countries where, in retrospect, you look back and you say, that was a moment when thing cha- things changed even more than people then realized. Yes. And you can see it when you have, you know, the fullness of time has passed, and you say, oh, and, you know, a lot of people will look at, it was a fascinating period, the cliche about the crossing of the Rubicon with Julius Caesar, if you look at the hundred years leading up to that or so in the Roman Republic and the fall into dictatorship and and all that happened there, there were seminal moments. There were points of change. There were times when things were done by those in power where all of a sudden something core and foundational in the Roman Republic had changed. And this may very well be one of those moments. And And I don't I don't do the go on radio and, and overstate and, and overpromise and say crazy things. That's not how I am. That's not how you are, Clay. But when you look at what's gone on here, you have a, <laughs> it's, it's amazing when you line this all up. A former president, the bigger issue is honestly even that he is a current leading yes. presidential candidate, right? They keep saying that the, to indict a former president Honestly, indicting a former president, that's about pleasantries. That's about if, good faith. If he were leaving politics, a former president being indicted wouldn't necessarily be... Uh, it'd still be it, a big historical It'd be a big event. deal, but it wouldn't be a five-alarm Correct. Fire. Because what we are seeing isn't just the, um, the, the eradication of the notion of we don't want to even seem like we're doing this if somebody had been president, that there's a political targeting going on. This is actively, we will not relinquish power to your guy. We're going to prosecute him during the election cycle. Yes. And and you have to also put this in the context of Hillary Clinton violated clear law with her. And people can argue this or they're blue in the face. There is recklessness in the statute. If over a 100 top secret um, emails trans, you know, transversing uh, the server that she had, is not a violation of the Espionage Act as it stands. There is no violation of the Espionage Act as it stands. Comey saved her butt. We all know what happened. And he wasn't even allowed to do it, but he went forward. So you had Hillary clear violation of law running against Donald Trump. They lie about Trump with Russia collusion, as we all know, for years, which was honestly the last time there was this amount of spectacle in American politics, you know, um, from, from the Democrat side, certainly. And then you add to it that they're effectively trying to nullify the will of the American people in the 2024 election in advance. And then you get into all the other prosecutors who might want to bring a name for themselves by bringing, because they'll always be able to say, you get some lunatic, I know he's gone now, but a Chesa Boudin in San Francisco, Larry Krasner's still there in, in Philadelphia, you know, Kim uh, Fox, right? Fox in um, Chicago. Chicago, right? Uh, you get some progressive prosecutor who goes, you know what? This this uh, Republican upstart in my state, I'm going to send a message. I'm going to bring some totally nonsense charge just to show everybody how devoted to the cause I am now. Does anybody think that's not going to happen now? We have broken through a fourth wall here. We have broken through a a major understanding of how our politics works. 
I, I don't know how, honestly, I don't know how we fix it. I don't know how this gets fixed. I mean, I think maybe, you know, this turns into a, you do ours, we do to yours, but that gets really ugly fast too. Yeah. I think one way that it could get fixed is if Trump won and people looked back on it and said, when you do this, it blows up in your face and actually works against you. But we don't know what the outcome is going to be, right? In retrospect, you can go back and say, oh, well, that was the moment where Trump became the favorite, clearly, to win the Republican nomination. Can I I ask you, though, real quick, Clay, if that were to happen, if Trump wins, who on the Democrat side admits that he's innocent of the charge or not guilty, as we call it, right? Admits that he's not guilty publicly and suffers the consequences of this. I mean, is there anybody? I don't, I mean, we we talked about this a little bit. I don't think there's enough discussion going on about what the Democrat reaction would be if Trump won. Because as as crazy as they were in 2016, they think they killed the monster, right? They're, that Trump is the... Uh, Trump is the the troll underneath the bed. He is the uh he is their worst nightmare. If he came back, how would they be even able to handle it? I don't know. Can, can and, I just, can I yeah. offer you an idea of what I think they'll say? Cuz I think we you approach this like a rational person. Okay. You approach this like a person rooted in reality. And I think most of the audience now is also probably thinking that too. This is the men can get periods Democrat party. So yeah. if Trump wins the, uh, you know, if Trump gets a not guilty verdict out of this, you know what they'll say. It was rigged. They're too scared to actually convict him. The jury oh, I'm not felt even like concerned about this case because I don't know. I, I'm talking about if he wins in 2024. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant if he won the case. Yeah. I was like, the oh, case, they'll just keep uh, the going. Case, with I, I, the, this case in particular is such BS that I don't even really care about the outcome. I'm saying the, I, yes, sorry. When you asked what would be the result, right. I'm saying wins the election is a, okay. if he wins the election after charges are brought against him, I think in retrospect people will go back and say that was what strengthened Trump and helped to carry the day for him. Now this is from Politico this morning and and let me just I think we can't impress upon our audience enough. This is truly a day without precedent in the 240 year plus history of the United States. We have never seen what we are going to see today. Uh, but Politico, look, make no mistake about what is going on. Democrats are acting in this way because they believe that Trump is a poor nominee for Republicans in 2024. Politico has this paragraph today uh, that I thought was interesting, Buck. Biden advisors are confident Swing voters are now permanently out of Trump's reach, according to four senior advisors in the White House. They have this is the question we asked. They have a difficult time imagining that a voter who went for Trump in 16, but then left him in 2020, would return to cast a ballot for the former president after January 6th, several criminal investigations and years of election denial. And here's a quote from one of those aides. What possibly would you like about what Trump has done since Election Day 2020? One bet Biden aide muse. Now, Buck, this to me is something that I think everybody needs to keep in the back of their minds as this process plays out. Biden wants to go against Trump. Look at the way they're conveying that story in 2020, that quote in particular, that they're trying to get this narrative out there. 
If 2024 is a referendum on Joe Biden, Democrats lose because Joe Biden has been an awful president. The only way Joe Biden wins is if this is the question. What would you like about what Trump has done since Election Day 2020 when Biden aid mused? My answer is what I like about what Trump has done since 2020 is he isn't Joe Biden, right? He isn't the biggest disaster president that any of us have seen in most of our lives. The problem is, you're seeing it right now, Buck, is the Trump show so overwhelming that people don't even care what Joe Biden did and everything in 2024 is just a referendum on Trump, even though he isn't the incumbent. There is no capacity for Trump exhaustion um, in terms of talking about Trump, I should say. There's no capacity for we need to focus on something else from the Democrats. Um, and and that means they'll go all in on Trump 24-7, not get tired of it, and they think it is to their benefit. On the right, you get people where their turns in. And when I say on the right, really in the center, actually, is what we're talking about, independence. Um, but, you know, center right in the middle, you could argue there is a Trump fatigue. And here's the problem with all of this stuff. On the one hand, this is a massive consolidation of support on the right behind Donald Trump. Obviously, that's going on right now. Uh, on the other hand, I think what you could see is the, uh, you know, the, the Democrats are able to play once again. The, what was really the primary narrative for Joe Biden in 2020? Yeah, it was he's not Trump. But what were they saying? Things will go back to normal. And things haven't been good. But the ability to project this as normal and Trump and the Trump machine and the Trump circus as abnormal to independents, not to not to people voted for him yeah. like you and me and this audience to independents. That may be what the Democrats are are turning this whole game on. That may be what this is really ultimately all about. Trump represents not normal vote, not Joe Biden. Vote Democrat. Democrat just means things kind of muddle along. Yeah, the economy's not good. Yeah, the border's a mess. Yeah, cities are a disaster. It's not going to be crazy, though. It's not going to be Russia collusion. And I just think they exhaust people with that. Yeah. And that's their plan. And I'll give you an example of this in my own particular life. I was out to, you know, I had Little League Baseball all weekend, Buck. So I was out with one of the other dads. And he said his wife, he's a Trump guy. He said his wife refuses to vote for Trump no matter what. Now, she lives here in Tennessee. She's a suburban mom. It doesn't matter. She's just over Trump. Said, okay, would you vote for anybody else? Any other Republican she would vote for against Joe Biden. How many people out there are like that? That is the question that I think lingers as you watch the Trump show playing out right now. And my goodness... It is one hell of a show, and we're going to be riding this show all throughout the show. We'll open up phone lines. Also need to dive into, I'm hoping we're going to get some of these indictments to actually be able to break down legally what's going on. But one particular angle that I believe is significant is the campaign finance side. And I want to talk with you legally about one of the challenges I think Alvin Bragg's going to have going forward. But Buck, buckle up. Because we're going to go to Allie in a little bit. There is no telling what today is going to bring. We sit here live and watch this all play out for the first time in the history of our nation. At a time when more companies are shunning conservative values, 
It's good to know about the ones that stand with you in your beliefs. Pure Talk is one of them. It's the no-contract, no-hidden-fees cell phone company with a $30 a month price point. Gets you unlimited talk and text and plenty of high-speed data. Making the switch from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile is easy and takes about 10 minutes. I did it. Haven't looked back. I've had great service at a much better price than before. Now, look, you can keep your phone and your phone number. That doesn't change. All of your contact information moves with you. And Pure Talk customer service team will help you through every step of the process. And if you have any questions after you make the switch, they're all U.S.-based. They're easy to rely on, easy to talk to. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year after making the switch to Pure Talk. <laughs> by the way, the woke agenda, none of that stuff with Pure Talk. This company was founded by a veteran who proudly supports the U.S. military and U.S. values. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and save 50% off your first month. From your phone now, just dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and start saving now. Truth after truth, you can handle the truth. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is already going to be an uphill climb. You're in New York City. This is the year 2023. There is no one on this planet unfamiliar with Donald Trump. It's going to be really challenging to find an impartial jury in this jurisdiction. But that's going to be the task here. And they're going to have to find a way to prevent the defendant in this case from making that job even more difficult. Talking to lawyers over the weekend, they were talking about whether there would be a gag in this case. I think that's definitely something that could very well be on the table. Okay, so CNN couldn't be any more. That was CNN analysis there. Can't be any more excited about this. They All of a sudden, there are all these CNN anchors who they're going to be able to make their payments on their Martha's Vineyard summer homes and their Hamptons houses. Like, they're good. If Trump comes back, the ratings come back, and they know that. Um, but here you have an interesting situation, Clay. It's not just the decision by Bragg to prosecute. Um, the whole system is made a mockery of by this at some level. Finding an impartial jury, you can't even say it with a straight face. Finding an impartial jury to look at Donald Trump on this issue in New York? I mean, can you imagine what jury selection is going to be like? But what are they going to do? They're going to give him a different venue? I wonder what would happen if you move this trial to, you know, a really red part of New York State, which there aren't that many of, but there are a couple. There's a lot of really red parts compared to Manhattan, right? Well, yes. The idea of a gag order to me is so laughably absurd that you are going to tell a presidential candidate who is being charged almost entirely because of politics with a crime that he's not allowed to publicly discuss the case or defend himself in the public arena because, again, the crime here is, I believe, relatively inconsequential. But the idea that he shouldn't be able to discuss it, it goes directly against his ability to campaign. Like, so I mean, telling CNN analyst is, a, is, a, is yeah. an imbecile. I mean, telling, telling Trump uh, that he has a gag order, this would be like telling Shamu not to splash when it jumps out of the pool. You know, this is crazy. And directly, arguably, Buck, it would infringe on our elections for the president not to be able to comment on the charges against him. Because I think this is a boon for his campaign. I saw he's now raised $8 million. They say a quarter of that money has come from people who never donated to him before. So be careful. You don't know, if you're Democrats, how this is going to play out. Small business owners are benefiting from a healthy tax refund from the IRS. If you survived the past three years as a business, you may be in line for the Employee Retention Credit. That's the ERC. Program putting billions back into the accounts of small businesses. You can go to GetRefunds.com to get started. See if you qualify in less than eight minutes. See if your business qualifies for ERC assistance, and you may be eligible for a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Doesn't cost you anything. GetRefunds.com. They've already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds. No upfront charges. Do it today. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Uh, Let's go down outside of the courthouse in Manhattan, New York City, where producer Allie is there to give us a sense of the scene. I'm not sure how well she can hear us. Allie, what does it look like down there right now? Hey, guys, I actually thought I was in the wrong place because it is such a diverse crowd of Trump supporters here. I was actually shocked. We have blacks for Trump, Asians for Trump, Jews for Trump, gays for Trump. It's 
definitely more Trump supporters here, and there are protesters. I've spotted a few that have infiltrated the uh, Trump side, so to speak, because they're wearing masks. But uh, it's actually a pretty, dare I say, festive scene. People are really friendly. They're all supporting one another and uh, haven't really seen what they said was going to happen. It's not, definitely not happening, at least not right now. Well, Ali, I'm just wondering, on, on the counter-protester side, uh, meaning the anti-Trump contingent, you know, there was some video uh, this morning on Daily Mail of uh, a flag people were kind of pulling at or a poster people were pulling at. Are there... A lot of anti-Trump protesters gather there to harass the pro-Trump folks, or how's that looking? So I got here about an hour and a half ago, and just by observing how people were interacting, there were definitely people that were trying to pick a fight. But their NYPD, big shout-out, they have been handling the crowd awesomely. And Good. They have, they have a fence set up. So we have the Trump people on one side of the fence and the anti-Trump people on the other side. What but by the way, you're thinking you... about the mask. The mask Trump supporters, as we all know, are not Trump supporters. So just point, point them out to others. That is a tiny little group. If there are any people who wear masks still that are Don- Donald Trump supporters, I-, I think that is virtually non-existent. It's a good point by Ali. Uh, how many? Is, are there more media, or are there more protesters uh, there right now? Based on what you can see. Oh, by far more media, tons of media, all the big media, a lot of independent, small media groups. And there's a huge contingency of Asian reporters uh, coming out and a lot of like anti-CCP, a lot of other, like you know how these things go, a lot of other protests spring up from what the event is, sort of glom on. And there's a lot of um, Asian media here just saying like um, against, what's going on in China and trying to draw attention to that as well. Is there any indication, Allie, that Trump might come out and address anybody who is outside of the uh, outside of the courthouse? Do people seem to expect to see him? Because there's also been talk that he's going to go in maybe underground backdoor entrance to the What I'm getting that they are expecting him to come out. Whether or not that happens remains to be seen. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they avoided doing that just just due to all the numbers of people here, but um, that's all I've heard. Allie, right, you Allie. are killing it for us. We Producer will come back Allie. to you. Producer Allie, there on the scene. Thank you to Allie. Allie has been with, she was with Rush, for people who are not aware, for what, 20 years? Yes, before. over 20 years. She's been on yep. the show for a long time working, and she's the producer. She kills it for us. Uh, and she is in New York City, and she is outside there right now. But now, I said I would mention the legality on this because I do think this is important, and we're still waiting to see the official charges. As we talked about yesterday, maybe there's going to be some surprise in here, but so far that does not appear to be the case. It appears to be the Stormy Daniels, Karen McDougal uh, payments. Here is my question that I have not heard anyone be able to answer. Trump paid his own private money to pay off these women. If he had used campaign finance funds, that would be a clear campaign finance violation. But what is occurring here is Alvin Bragg is saying the way that he paid is also a campaign finance violation. So my question out here for everybody to think about, and I think this is kind of a compelling legal defense that may well register even with people who are not diving into the intricacies of the legal analysis here if trump couldn't play pay with campaign finance funds 
and he didn't. And they're also saying it's a campaign finance violation for Trump to have paid his own private money to these women. How could Trump have ever paid these women without it being a campaign finance violation? It's he's illegal, damned is if what he did, saying. and he's damned if he didn't. What is the reaction here? Because that would seem to restrict Buck, and I think this is big. That would seem to restrict his ability to use his own money in any way when you claim that it's a campaign finance so, violation in any possible way that he decides to pay these women. One issue that this brings up that doesn't really get talked about is honestly how absurd a lot of campaign finance law Correct. really is and what an infringement on the First Amendment it really yes. is and how this is all, you know, campaign finance in the same way that the IRS is just a bloated mess of rules that nobody yes. even really understands. You can the same thing is true of campaign finance. Correct. And so if you're going to this is why it's so important for them to see if you're going to weaponize campaign finance against people, you can do this to anyone. Right. This can yes. be done. This is very similar to they're going. And by the way, they sent Trump's uh, what was it? Not, not his attorney, his accountant. Right. That guy, uh, Alan, um, uh, I'm forgetting his last name. Weiselberg or something. Weiselberg, like that, That's right. Uh, you know, he's in Rikers Island. He's a senior citizen. They're saying that he took deductions or something that he wasn't supposed to take for his business. IRS doesn't really do that. So they're already showing you. This isn't just a one-off thing. This is the Democrats because they're so convinced by their own righteousness and they're so blinded by their lust for power that they will take the most uh, obscure, self-contradictory, and opaque component of the law, maybe next to tax law, which is which is campaign finance stuff, and try to take down a current presidential candidate. I mean, it, we're also, think about the, uh, this is another part of it, the amount, Clay, that we're talking about here. You know, look, for, for normal folks out there, you know, if you're a school teacher, you're a cop, I mean, 150 grand, whatever, it's a lot of money. I get that. For Donald Trump, this is not even what he finds in the couch ticket. cushions. Yeah, this is, it's a this parking is, ticket for a billionaire, basically. It's a and joke. remember, this is also important. So I want everybody out there to just think about this. He paid his own money. If he had used campaign finance funds, they would have said that's a violation. So he paid his own money. They still say it's a violation. Again, this is our understanding because we haven't read the official indictment. Probably we'll be able to read that indictment, I hope, today and discuss it in detail with you tomorrow. But they also tried to prosecute John Edwards, the Department of Justice did, under a similar case. John Edwards uh, paid off a woman that he had an affair Riel with. Hunter, his... Woman had a baby with her. Paramour, he had a baby with her, and he had a donor basically be the funds to pay her off. That's actually a more that's actually a worse case, considerably Correct. so, in a sense, than what Trump did, where he used his own money. That's right. And the jury refused to convict John Edwards. They actually acquitted him on some charges, and the Department of Justice just said, Okay, we're not gonna try to follow this line of charges again, which is why I think they did not bring And to your point, what John Edwards did was worse than what Trump has done, but the underlying idea of, hey, I want to avoid someone knowing that I had an affair, and it's kind of hard to hide a baby. <laughs> Unfortunately for John Edwards, not only did he have an affair, there's actually a child to provide the evidence of the affair, but the jury didn't convict there. And so, worse behavior by a Democrat, the Department of Justice failed to get a conviction. 
Now Alvin Bragg is trying to charge Donald Trump for less significant wrongdoing that actually, under his own definition, effectively would curtail Trump's ability to have ever given these women money at all to get an NDA. So I I actually think um, a a way to consider this, because the Democrats have really entered, when it comes to Trump, there's no question in my mind, and there hasn't been for years, they have a totalitarian mindset. Anything to get him, anything, right, but anything to get him, anything is justified, whatever we have to do, we are the good guys, they tell themselves, in this anti-Trump drama, no matter what. It doesn't matter. And so with that in mind, you know, we're sitting here and Clay, you're going through the legal analysis and I'm talking about, you know, the long-term implications for the Republic and all this stuff. The point that they're making is we are doing this because we can, because the narrative is he's so evil. It doesn't matter how flimsy the case is. And it sends a message that they'll even bring such a flimsy case against him. You see what I mean? It's yeah. all self-justifying because this, this is honestly. Their legal argument isn't even, there really isn't even an argument on their side. They're Correct. just, this is just fabrication. That, that, that's absurd. why I think it's so important to go into the particulars and kind of try to explain what they're doing and why it is so outlandish to be bringing charges in this way. The problem is, Buck, this to your point, I think it's a good one on the tax code. Federal election law is so complicated and convoluted that sometimes it's hard for I would say regular people, and I'd put myself in this category because I'm always thinking, like, how do you explain complex issues legally, even for somebody like me who's a lawyer? Federal election law and tax law can make your eyes roll into the back of your head, right? You're like, oh, my God, this is so convoluted. This is so difficult to understand. The way that, for me, I classify it is they are basically saying Trump could not legally have ever paid either of these women anything without it being a campaign finance violation. Yes, they've set him up. It is, uh, for you Greek mythology You're... fans, Scylla and Charybdis. You like that? Oh, one? that's super. That's even more yeah. complicated than the uh, than the tax go. law. And the... Google that one, everybody. That's a I fun would say one. rock in a hard place. You okay. can't yeah. win in this scenario, right? You're damned yeah. if you do. You're damned if you don't. Can I ask you a question? You can come back if you want. I'm going to put this one out there. Just for the notion that this is justice. Justice is blind. And Bragg is doing a righteous thing. What is supposed to come of this from a legal matter? Meaning, Clay, what's the punishment supposed to be? Yeah. No one's even talked about that. I mean, I think we can address this maybe, and if folks want to call in 800-282-2882, what are they really going to do? They're going to lock him up for this? I, I think that's a fantastic question. I would also ask this question, which we have raised on this show. Who's the victim? Usually crimes require that somebody has been wronged. Who has been wronged here? I understand you hate Trump if you're Alvin Bragg. The women got their money. They violated their NDA. If anything, Trump is the one who has been wronged here because he paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for their stories not to go public, and then they still went public. So arguably, Trump is the victim here, ironically enough. But who's actually been wronged other than Trump? This is what what I mean. Yeah, who is like who has been harmed by this in any way? I just think it's an interesting question for people to think about as we go to break. Almost exclusively, the criminal justice system is focused on providing retribution for someone who has been wronged. Who's the victim? Just think about it. Uh, and you know who the victim of uh, beta males is? Society. We got way too many men 
with way too little testosterone. And a lot of them work in the Biden administration. And maybe you're sitting around out there right now and you're like, oh man, I used to have a lot better energy than I do now. Maybe you're in your 50s or 60s. Maybe you're in your 40s. Heck, maybe you're in your 30s or your 20s. You got kids. You got obligations, life responsibilities. Don't be a beta male. Make sure that you have testosterone. Make sure that you are hooked up right now with actual masculinity. Chalk is a Texas-based company that will introduce nutritional supplements. These are all natural to make sure your body's fortified with the nutrients you need for energy all day, every day. Uh, Guys out there in this audience, their male vitality stack is a game changer. Leading ingredient will replenish testosterone. You know what? In three months' time, you'll have a 20% increase in your testosterone levels. Guess what? Testosterone's amazing. It's powerful. It's what makes men men and what makes the Biden administration filled with so many beta males. Why not go ahead and replenish your testosterone right now so that you don't become a beta male like the Biden administration? Go to chalk.com. Listen to me. C-H-O-Q.com. Get 35% off your subscription for life when you use my name, Clay, in the checkout process. One more time, just check this out. choq.com and use my name, Clay, C-L-A-Y, for 35% off. Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guides on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Uh, it's quite a scene. Um, right now, they're awaiting departure for the New York City courthouse. Donald Trump, uh, this is live. We've got this being covered by all the cable news channels. As we talk to you, there's still this waiting uh, waiting game underway. Also hearing from not only our own studio, but friends of mine, Clay, in New York City, who are listening to the show, telling me that it, they're making it with the helicopters constantly doing yep. you know overhead flights and uh and and the deployment of of law enforcement on the streets they're making it seem like a foreign army is invading New York City. I mean, when you think about this, Trump is going to be moving with secret service protection, you know, the NYPD set up around the courthouse. Uh but the, the, there's it's an interesting debate I think right now as to whether they're just doing preparation or whether this is at some level starting to feel a little bit like leaving the National Guard and the fence up at the Capitol for months, right? No one actually thought there was a real threat to the Capitol on January 20th of 2020, uh, but there was still National yeah. Guard presence. Nancy Pelosi didn't want to let it go. So I, I don't know. I mean, I think you could argue um, both sides of that, that maybe it's, it's or maybe it's a, a bit of it is just precaution and some of it is the optics of, oh, my gosh, Trump, it's such a menace coming to, to New York City. Uh but this whole phenomenon is 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 both remarkable and really disconcerting at the same time. It's without precedent. We want to open up phone lines, by the way, trying to have an intelligent discussion here. 800-282-2882. I don't want, and, and let me just say, I don't want your opinions, right? There are lots of opinions out there. Smart questions, smart analysis, things that could lead to us being better informed, that's what I'm asking for right now, 800-282-2882. Because, Buck, 240 years as an independent country, going back to 1783, right, we officially signed yeah. off, won the Revolutionary War. We've never seen what is happening today in New York City. A lot of times there is hyperbole in the media, certainly, where people say, oh, this is a blockbuster, this is an unbelievable revelation. Every single person who is listening to us right now, no American has ever lived through what we are just about to see. Can I just say something? And I think anyone who says yeah. they know how it's going to play out, Buck, is is there is no precedent for this. We just don't know. Well, you know, we're talking about Hunter Biden and all this. Teddy Kennedy murdered somebody, and they didn't True. charge him. And if you had asked anybody at the time, say, oh, well, you know, it was murky, circum... It wasn't, by the way. Um, but it was basically, he got a pass because of politics. And he was a Democrat. Now yeah. we have the opposite thing. Now we have Democrats... 
prosecuting Republicans, in this case, a possible future Republican president, after on the most absurd thing imaginable. So Democrats well, get to basically kill people and get away with it, and Trump can't write a check to for hush money? It's I don't insane. even think you have to. It's a great point. I don't even think you have to go back to Kennedy, though. I think you just look at Bill Clinton. It's crazy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.